T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Six defensive backs. Collins playing up front. It's Foles to the air. Intercepted by the aforementioned Collins. You can kiss him goodbye. Touchdown. Pick six. Well, that was last week as the New York Giants clinch a spot in the playoffs, beating up the Indianapolis Colts. I think it was 38-10. to 10, Yeah. Something, something like that. And our next guest is certainly... Somebody able to discuss that and more. Yeah, Tom Rock, who uh, covered the Giants for a long time for Newsday, now is Newsday's NFL columnist. Tom, thanks for joining us, man. What's up, fellas? How you doing? All right? Everything is everything, man. So are the Giants playing their starters tomorrow, and if so, for how long, and what's going on here? Yeah, that's the uh, that's the two thousand seven dollar question, right? Because uh, you know every other team has to face this situation. Uh, the Giants are in a different different uh, predicament because of what happened in two thousand and seven, and that that certainly weighs heavy on any decision that they make in this regard. And uh, of course, I'm talking about Tom Coughlin playing his stars in a meaningless game against the uh, uh, the unbeaten Patriots, and and it's sort of sparking them all the way to the Super Bowl title a month later. Uh, I don't think that that's going to, you know, necessarily sway Brian Dable, uh, but it's, but it's certainly a big part of the discussion here in New York. There is also a more recent incident, which just happened two years ago, which involved the Eagles kind of tanking their last game of the year, and Joe Judge, Philadelphia's finest, <laughs> slamming the Eagles for a lack of ethics doing that. I don't know that that plays into it, but if you had to put it on a 1-10, to 10, 10 being Tyrod Taylor gets the start, what do you think? I would say uh, seven. I think that Daniel Jones will start. I think Saquon Barkley will start. I think that uh, Saquon Barkley will be out of the game very quickly. And if they, if it is still a one-score game at halftime and, and the competitive juices are start to pump through Brian Dable's heart, then he will stick with Daniel Jones and everybody else that, that's wow, on the field wow. other than Saquon Barkley oh. and, and try, try and win the darn thing. Tom, you've been around NFL teams and locker rooms for a long time. Is the idea that the Giants could really damage a rival in the Eagles any kind of motivating factor here? I don't think so. No, I, I don't sense that from these guys. I think there's, there are some, some things at play regarding the Eagles. I think that they're, uh, they're still a little embarrassed by the last time they played. That was, a, uh, that was, a, that was sort of the only game uh, this season that they, they really had, had it handed to them. Uh, it, it opened their eyes, I think, to uh, just how far off they are from, from the top 
parts of the league. Uh, you know, every other game has pretty much been a one been a one score game. They 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 were you know head to head with the uh, Cowboys a couple of times. They, the Vikings they lost on a sixty one yard field goal uh, as time expired. So that Eagles game sticks with them. I think there's a lot of players who wish they could have that back. I'm thinking of Julian Love in particular. I, I think if if you could say that there's one play that he would want to do over this season, it would be it would be that uh, that one touchdown that he allowed that he sort of misplayed and. And really could have uh, could, could have let him up there, and 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 instead uh, wound up going for a fourth down touchdown. Uh, so I think that there are, there are a lot of elements there in that regard. But in terms of dealing the uh, you know uh, some kind of a blow to the Eagles uh, for their for their playoffs, uh, you know that hurts, that helps the Cowboys. Why would they want to do that? So yeah. it's it's sort of uh, you know is the friend of my is the enemy of my enemy my friend or or however you however that phrase goes. That's but, very heavy. Uh, you know, I, yeah. Thank you for bringing the Godfather the, uh, into yeah. it. <laughs> Tom Rock yeah. is our guest. Uh, you can follow Tom on Twitter uh, at uh, Tom Rock underscore Newsday. Um, so Tom, let's talk a little bit about Brian Dable and what he has meant for a team that has been so unstable in coach and general manager for the last few years. What are the you know two or three things that he has really meant that he really done to turn that team around? Well, I think when you when you watch them in practice, they they definitely lead the league in in fist bumps, bro hugs, and chest bumps. <laughs> <laughs> they are they are they are a tight knit group, and and we say that about a lot of teams. A lot of teams. You know, bring that bring that up. You know, we're a family, we're a brotherhood. These guys, these guys really are tight, and and they really do love each other. I, you know, I'm thinking of the moment uh, when they beat Washington a couple of weeks ago. We were, uh, and, and you guys have been in that visiting uh, media room there, and yes. right, there's a hallway between the the interview room and the locker room. And Dable was coming one way, and Jones was coming the other way. And right in the middle of it, of that hallway, they kind of hugged, and they both said, "I love you, man. I love you." And and you know, it's, it's just a, there's just a genuineness to that. The other thing I would say is is the, the level of competition that they have. I mean, they have a ping pong table. They have two ping pong tables in the locker room. And yesterday, when we were there, they had they had two two on two matches going on, and they're just competing against each other at all times. Going back to training camp, Brian Dable would have them. Uh, would stop practice and have all of a sudden some somebody from the offense call a play and somebody from the defense call a play and they would just compete against each other mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they would they would they stop their meetings sometimes and they and they turn on uh, Madden video games and they and they give one player from offense and one player from defense control of the Giants and and off they and off they go and they and they and they have to play a quarter or a drive or a game or. You know, however long however long they have to do it. Uh, so I think I think the uh, the relationships that he's built they they're genuine, they're authentic, and and the competition that he's level of that he's tapped into with these guys I think really has has set them on this course towards this uh, this re- pretty remarkable turnaround season. How much of the turnaround is due to Daniel Jones, and are the Giants going to commit to him? Do you think as their franchise quarterback? Yeah, that's, a, that's the big question for the next couple of months here. Um, you know, I think the last two games he's he's been outstanding. I think there have been for most of the season though. I, you know, they were a one touchdown a game team, a one touchdown a game offense. And and you think about Brian Dable, you think about Mike Kafka and where they came from, uh, Buffalo and Kansas City. They're they're not used to that. So I think that there's part of them that still thinks that they can do. A little better than Daniel Jones, Ooh. and mm. they're going to have to come to grips with that uh, 
this offseason yeah. and decide. Uh, you know, it's obviously they didn't pick up the fifth-year option on him. So if they if they franchise tag him, then you're looking at about $30 million a year. And so that's sort of the starting point for, for negotiating with him, I would think. Uh, so that's that's pretty steep steep territory. Now, of course, he wins a couple more games this month, and and who knows who knows what happens. But uh, right now, my guess is that they they give sort of a short term commitment to him. I would say two years, three maybe three, you know, with, with option for a third or something like that, uh, just to kind of see see make sure that this trajectory is is true and and keeps going up because uh, you know they they're they can't live in a world. Where they score 18 points a game, they need they need to be yeah. up higher to compete in the NFL and to compete among the elites in the NFL, uh, especially in this day and age when you see all the points that are, that are going up every every week. Hey Tom, let me ask you about something that happened last week that we we saw the the country saw, which was Kayvon Thibodeau had his four sack of the year, uh, and in doing so, it, it broke the ribs of Nick Fole, Nick Fole, excuse me, and and Foles is writhing on the ground in pain. And Thibodeau is next to him doing snow angels. Um, I thought it looked pretty sleazy. Was there yeah. any sense from Thibodeau or anybody else on the team that what he did was wrong? Was there any remorse? Was there any apology? No, and I think that's the part that, that mm. bothered me a little bit, was mm. that in the moment you say, okay, I didn't realize the guy was hurt, you know, and you, and you take his word for it, and you say, okay, that's genuine, and you know he's he's a little you know he's very caught up in the moment obviously and he's he's not looking around he's he's obviously staring straight up because he's doing those stupid snow angels right uh, his, I mean his hand is practically brushing up against Foles which is which is uh, you know it just, it just made made it for an ugly scene but you say okay we're going to give him the benefit of the doubt <clears throat> I'm going to say he didn't know at the time but then he comes back and he sort of doubles down on it he's yeah. like I don't you know I don't care what other people say I don't care what other people think and that, and then that just that I think that left a, bit, a bad taste in, in a lot of people's mouths. But you know, he's a young kid. He's 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 got some growing up to do, and and I think he's going to be a, a really special player for them. Uh, but he's you know he's also got to learn how to control those things. And there are people that that have been in his ear re- with that regard. Michael Strahan was out of practice this week, talking to him a little bit. Mm. Uh, I'm sure I'm sure that topic came up, and uh, I know Saquon Barkley. Uh, overheard some of the things he was saying in the locker room this week, and sort of had a, a little bit of a raised eyebrow. And uh, you know, as a captain, I mean, Saquon's the, the the you know the most powerful voice in that locker room right yeah. now. And so, I, my my sense was that he would he would approach him and talk to him a little bit about about how best to handle those situations. Well, uh, around uh, here, it's but, funny, yeah, Tom. That, 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 no, I was just going to say it's funny. It's funny around here that's become such a big deal. I think most people thought that Nick Foles would just lay hands on his own ribs and heal them himself, based on what he did, you know, back in 2018. <laughs> you know, the funny thing is that Wink Martindale. Yeah, you know, we asked Wink Martindale, the defensive coordinator, about it, and he was. He said, you know, that those things kind of happen when you leave two rushers unblocked. So he kind of put it on the on the uh, Colts yeah, for not well. uh, scheming, scheming it up a little bit better. Right. I, actually, I was I was very surprised, by the way, that the Colts offensive lineman let them get away with that. But Yes, uh, as was that, Jeff Saturday, as you right. know, who called his yeah. own players to task. Uh, one or yeah. two more questions. Um, obviously, the whole league this week was focused on what happened in Cincinnati. Uh, and you wrote a column this week, uh, kind of saying where everywhere you turn in the Giants facility, there was somebody with a dine- uh, direct, excuse me, connection 
to uh, Hamlin. Talk a little bit about how, because yeah. we, we know how it impacted Eagles players. Miles Sanders was a friend of his. How did it impact the Giants overall? Yeah, I mean, I think it was a very hard day. You know, Brian Dable was the coach up there for four years. He was he was uh, there last year, obviously, when DeMar uh, was a rookie when he was drafted. Uh, Joe Shane, the general manager, he was part of the front office that, that drafted him. Uh, there was a couple. There's a couple of players that were with him last year. There's 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 a couple of players that were with him this season. Uh, Isaiah Hodgins, who who was claimed off waivers from the Bills, they were they were on the practice squad together. Uh, Davis Webb, the back, the, you know, the third string quarterback. They, he used to be a safety in the on the scout team with with Demar. So just about you know, there's probably about ten or twelve guys players in in that locker room that had a direct connection to him. Some some played a pit with him. Uh, Jason Pinnock. Play that played a pit with him, so they they all knew him and they were they were shaken. I have never seen a sadder, more down, more heavy practice than the one on Wednesday when it was their first day back and they they still weren't quite sure what was going on. And then by contrast, the spirit on Thursday when the good news started to come out and we started to hear hear the the great reports out of out of Cincinnati Medical Center. What a what a difference that that twenty four hours made for for this team, and it just, it just lifted everybody's spirits, and everybody was was happy, and they were back to dancing and fooling around and 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 having a having a fun time at practice. So, I think that that having that weight off of the shoulders of basically everyone in the league, but particularly those like Miles and and like the Giants who knew him knew him well, I think that's going to go a long way toward making this weekend a lot more palatable and a lot a lot easier to get through. Than, it, than obviously it could have been. Tom, last one for me. Is this season for the Giants considered a success already, or if they get bounced in the in the wild card round, you know, will it be unmet expectations, or oh, it could have been something more than it turned out to be? Yeah, I think it's a success already. I think I think that uh, getting to the playoffs, getting back to the playoffs for the first time since 2016, with the roster that they had, with the uh, with the uh, resources that they were they were limited with uh, in the off season, that they couldn't really go out and make big splurges in free agency, and they and they only had a you know the, the draft picks, and they and they had to mop up. You know, this was this season was supposed to be about cleaning up the mess that was left behind and figuring out which pieces they wanted to keep moving forward. And I'm talking, of course, about Saquon and Daniel in particular, and so they they were able to do that. They were in pretty good shape next year. They got a lot of space under the cap. They got you know their draft picks. They didn't they didn't tap into their future resources to make a trade. Uh, they didn't uh, commit to people for contracts down the road. I'm talking about Odell, and 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 they found they have a pretty good idea now of what they have in their quarterback and their running back. So you throw in the playoff berth and the chance to. Uh, uh, create some buzz and excitement around here, and the feeling that was at the stadium on last Sunday when they clinched that that spot, and and we've been in that stadium so often where people are, you know, at the end of the game, everybody's chanting "Fly Eagles, Fly!" or you know, Dallas Cowboys fans have, have taken it over, and this was a chance for the Giants to really celebrate the return, and I think that they they feel like they have all the they have the the infrastructure in place, the foundation to keep building on it. Uh, whatever they do after after Sunday, I think, is, is gravy. All right, last question, uh, two-parter. Do you have a vote, and who is this year's MVP? 
Hmm, that's a that's a good question. I don't have a vote. Okay. Uh, but so I so I haven't really really uh, thought thought too much about it. Uh, you know, I, I if he hadn't been held to one catch last last week, I would I would probably say um, uh, uh, Jefferson, Jefferson uh, yeah. Justin Jeff, Justin Jefferson, right? Uh, but you know, I think you look at sometimes you got to go with the obvious. I think you look at what Mahomes has done all season. Mm. Incorrect. I, I think. Uh, <laughs> Try again. <laughs> okay. Well, you want me to say Jalen Hurts? There you go. Tom Rock, it oh, has been okay. a pleasure <laughs> talking with you today. Follow him on Twitter at TomRock underscore Newsday. Our pleasure, man. Thanks. Tommy, thanks, man. Thanks, fellas. All right, there All right. you go. Good. Well, we got him there. Yeah, we did. We did. We got him. We, we let him. We led the horse to water, and we shoved his face yeah, into I don't know it. So actually he drank. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.